Good evening, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, welcome to Roots Music Southern Style. Yes, your horse to my way. Yes, your horse to my way. Yes, your horse to my way. And now you're dragging me down, dragging me down. I can't take your neck, cause your prospects are black. Yes, your horse to my Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Well, hello. Good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Brad Becker. This is season 19 of Red Barn Radio, and tonight we welcome you to show number 732. This evening we bring to the Red Barn stage Britt Taylor. Brit's singles released in recent months get grand cheers from Rolling Stone and Billboard, and I know you'll agree with American songwriter that Brit's got a standout vocal style and terrific knack for turning a phrase. 
Based now in Nashville, Brit is joined tonight by a wonderful band, and tonight they'll play music from Brit's November release, Real Me, produced by Grammy Award-winning David Brainerd. And I think we may also hear some brand new music, perhaps never performed live. You are in for a treat. Welcome, Britt Taylor. Coffee don't bother filling my cup. Hey, morning bird, don't go singing outside my window. Sweet dreams, please don't end. And let reality set in. Wanna keep my head laid down here? This evening, we're here with Eastern Kentucky-born singer-songwriter Britt Taylor. A longtime lover of singing and songs, Britt, already at age seven, was traveling from her home in Hindman. She would 
entertain audiences at the Kentucky Opry and develop as a performer. Adulthood uh, dealt some rough blows, and this new album, Real Me, is in part a story of how Brit's grit helped her surmount these challenges and bounce off the ropes swinging. We are thrilled to have Brit with us here on Red Barn Radio. Welcome Brit Taylor and her band back to the Red Barn stage. Welcome, one and all. It's great to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. You're listening to the music of Britt Taylor and her band. And Britt is a native of eastern Kentucky, Hindman, Kentucky in particular. And she is now living in Nashville. Thank you all for coming. Great to have all of you guys here, too. Britt, you grew up in Hindman, seat of Knott County, Kentucky. Yeah, I actually grew up on the Knott-Floyd <laughs> County line. So I feel like Floyd County and Knott County are both very much home to me. But... um, yeah, my favorite thing about Knott County would have to be the Aussie stand. 
Well, all right. I wish I could pick it up and bring it back to Tennessee with me. Any other points of interest for people who might visit there in the wintertime when the icy stand is closed? <laughs> they have a great artisan center. And I think the last time I was there, they were selling like handmade instruments and uh, artwork from local artists and stuff. And it's really great. It's in downtown Hyman. It's a, a great thing that they're doing there. And also the settlement school mm-hmm. is there. And that was one of the first things I heard about when I moved to Kentucky because I was writing for the paper. And I said, I want to know more about Appalachia. And they said, ah, got to send you to the Hyman Settlement School. So I went down there and met folks down there. And I was back there recently again and saw the guitar shop there. And also went to that artisan center you're talking about, which is such a cool place. There's an unbelievable amount of talent in the mountains. that, And I know that we have the big names like Chris and Tyler and um, Dwight Yoakam and all the big ones. But... I try to explain to everybody that for just as much talent that they know about in mainstream, there's just as much talent that they, they'll never hear about because these people just want to sit on their front porches and pick music and they're incredibly talented. I've been there, done that, and I ain't going back. family that are great musicians and they sing and stuff i mean maybe generations back i think maybe i had a great great grandfather or something that played music but i kind of the oddball in my family hmm. 
But you started off really early. From 7 to 17, I sang in the Kentucky Opry. It's actually the one in Prestonsburg. We always like to joke that it's the real Kentucky Opry. Sorry, you guys that play in the other one. I was imagining you going out to the land oh, of the yeah, lakes no, out there. Oh, yeah, it's okay. a, land right between in the heart the of Prestonsburg. At the Mountain Arts Center. Oh, so okay. they had um, a tourist group that I played in every Friday of the summer season. And then we would do Christmas shows and play like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And sometimes we would sell out and have to do add extra shows. And I thought I was, was hot stuff for sure when I was, you know, 13. <laughs> well, you were. What do you remember about how that started? Was that something that your parents sort of urged you to do? Or was it something you found out about yourself and said to them, I want to do this? Somebody had told my mom that I could sing. She was like, have you heard your daughter hum her ABCs? Like, she, the kid can carry a tune. So they t- kind of told her about the Mac and that, that she should take me. So mom took me, and I was kind of a shy kid. But I think the first time that I was ever on stage, I was doing a uh, US 23 showcase. I had auditioned. I recorded a uh, audition tape in the bathroom upstairs at my old house because somebody told me it sounded better in the bathroom. <laughs> recorded it and sent it in, and I, and I got to play this US 23 showcase. And I remember that being my first time on stage and just completely being captivated by everything about it. The energy of the band, the lights, the people that I could see a few rows back because a lot of the crowd was just blacked out because of the lights. And it was my first experience ever with any of that. And I just completely fell in love. And from that moment on, I don't think I ever thought about anything else but that.
I loved going every weekend. It never felt like work or like something that I had to do. I remember I would take like stage performance classes and those I hated because I was super shy. And so my coach would be like, put down your arm. Like, are you going to smile? Are you happy? Like, you don't look very happy. And I'm like, but I am happy. (laughs) So he just kind of like taught me how to be on stage because I felt very happy, but I didn't know how to perform. So that whole part of it was kind of tough to learn, but I'm very grateful for it. Well, yeah, I should think. Baby, what's the rush? Time moves fast enough. As long as there's one of us still fighting for love, why can't we take it slow? You see it in my eyes. I'm not ready for goodbye. I can't stop you, but I'm going I need a little more time before you let me go If you're gonna leave me, please leave me tomorrow If you're gonna break my heart, tear my world apart Shatter my dreams, could you wait and start till the sun comes up Stronger when the morning comes. If it's gonna end, could you just pretend one more night? Then I'll ask you again. If you're gonna leave me, please leave me tomorrow. about uh, Dave Brainerd. Tell us about how you met Dave. I had a co-write booked with Dave and it was in the midst of my whole world falling apart and it was like the one shiny little light that I had at that time and uh, I was in the car on my way (laughs) and my car broke down (laughs) on the way to the right and I was mortified and devastated and I thought he'll never want to write with me again but he did and we started working together and then I quit writing and I quit my writing deal and I quit the band that I was in and then I just gave him a call and I left him a voicemail and I was like hey so um I quit the band I quit writing my 
publishing company and I'm also going through a divorce and I'm kind of a little bit of a wreck, but I just thought maybe we could write some songs about it. And he didn't answer and I thought, well, that's over. But he called back within five minutes and was like, hey, are you free? Are you free tomorrow? <laughs> oh, nice. Who, Dave Brainerd um, is my producer and he produced one of my all-time favorite records. It's a Brandy Clark record, 12 Stories. And I remember the day that record came out and I just got on Google and was Googling everything about it because I wanted to know who played on it, who produced it, because I just I loved everything about it. And I loved how brave she was to break the mold. And that's kind of who Dave is. He's brave enough to step outside of the box and, and break the mold. And that's why I wanted to work with him. Yeah. Yeah.
We're back with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. We'll be right back. So much inside. Now I hope he's satisfied and I go to pieces and I want to hide. Go to pieces and I almost die every time. My baby passes by. Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, Southern style. Take us past age 17 then. 17 was about the time when you were thinking about wrapping up high school and starting to think about, like, what's what's next? As soon as I heard about Nashville and that that's where country music singers go, I think I was probably 13 when I made the connection that that's just what happens. And that's just what happened. So I was like, I have to go to Nashville. And so I had to figure out how... I was going to get there, and that was through school. So I knew my parents were not going to be cool with me going down and just bar hopping and singing and stuff. So I went to school for music business and just started writing songs. Um, as soon as I got to town, I just got lucky with some of the people that I had met, and they, they were like, well, you have to co-write in this town. Like, you should write with this person. And so I just immediately jumped into that scene of just writing songs every day. And so I would get my school schedule to where I only had to go to classes, like, all day on Tuesday and all day on Thursday so I could be writing songs on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Huh. <laughs> Why is it you think that people say it's necessary for you to co-write in that town? I think it's a learning process, just learning how to write and learning the craft of it. But also it's just a lot about networking and just learning people and, and being involved in that community of songwriting and stuff. I think there is a lot of pressure to conform for sure because on radio is still a lot of money on that mainstream country radio. So that's definitely everybody's goal. I think authenticity wins at the end of the day, every day. Yeah, so so do we, yeah. There's holes in the walls. If they could talk, they would cry. Cause they've seen it all The rise and the fall from inside A feeling so strong How could it go wrong? I don't know We've held on too long It's time to let go and move on 
At least there's no babies to tie me to you. Just a ring and some paper. Nothing we can't undo. I ain't saying it's easy to just hit restart, but it's hidden. Two different crazies. At least there's no babies. At least there's no babies. I do and I did. The honest truth is that we're done now. Cause nobody wins if we sit here and spin till we're spun. from Canada originally from Canada New Brunswick Canada yes sir did you end up in Nashville to play music that's why I went there yeah I moved there about 10 years ago and been playing music ever since were you playing country music in Canada I was yes pretty much always have uh it's all I've done for a living since I was 20 years old so I've been doing good with it always pedal steel no uh, lead guitar for, for the most part this is fairly new I started playing steel about nine years ago yeah, I guess that is new for that instrument, right? Yeah, well, yeah. It was in my late 20s when I started, so I guess... But yeah, I, uh, I enjoy it. It was kind of like a, a reset for music for me, like kind of starting over in a way, but it was great. Did you feel like musically you, it was the, the right time for you to, to kind of reboot? It was, because I had tried several times over the years to pick it up, and it just never... I'd try for a week or two that I would not buy it or return it or whatever, and huh. finally I just stuck with it. And, and finally, do you like the Toronto Blue Jays? And you look like in the, the looks of their team this year? I don't follow much. Oh, sports. okay, all right. Not okay. even, <laughs> ho- not even hockey. <laughs> not, time, man. not even hockey. It's It's true. 
Ethan, where are you from? I'm from Cookville, Tennessee. It's about 80 miles east of Nashville. My folks had a bluegrass band called the Cluster Pluckers. Um, Got to be careful saying that on the, on the radio. Uh, so I kind of grew up around it. They were touring, and they'd have you know pretty epic picking parties at our house when I was growing up. So I was always surrounded by bluegrass and, and country music, but I kind of rebelled and was a big rock and roll grunge kid. Uh, and then kind of later, uh, you know, came around to it. Some of your other projects, you play with Miranda Lambert. And mm-hmm. what are some other things that have come your way that you've really enjoyed? I love being in the studio. That's kind of my favorite uh, thing. More so than uh, performing for a big audience? If I had to choose one, I, I'd yeah. rather be making noise in a, in a studio than being on stage, being uh, stared at by a bunch of people. I'm going to split my time doing both things and... And then I make I do my own music on the side too, and you know write music and stuff too. You play a lot of stuff in those lower registers. Is that a place you like well, to it's be? It's interesting because I actually I have a degree in mandolin. Um, <laughs> so, so this maybe, is uh, a maybe counterpoint maybe, to that. Yeah, there's some kind of <laughs> some kind of identity crisis there. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. can find me waiting at the edge of my mind Just shortly from tomorrow and what I've left behind I thought I would remember everything I'd been told Drank the water to keep me younger But the days made me old Change. 
It's just tomorrow and then forever And we'll slowly slip Adam, always bass for you? You know, uh, I kind of go back between the bass and the guitar, but mostly the bass, yeah. The guitar, I feel like I've always had this flirtatious relationship with, but never really, you know, sunk into it as much. The bass has kind of always been like, no, let's come back over here. We're going to do this together. That's pretty much been my career. Where are you from originally? I'm from Louisa, Kentucky. Louisa? Yeah, over there, uh, right on the Big Sandy River. It's called Lawrence County. There's a whole bunch of folks you've you've heard of from over in that that region but uh, name a few well there's a guy named ricky skaggs if you know him i think yeah i've heard of him yeah yeah and larry cordell <laughs> he's from over there oh yeah um there's a bunch of bunch of cool ones man oh all right and now you yeah yeah how did you and brit meet funny we met in uh in nashville we never knew each other growing up even though our home houses are like 45 minutes apart which in country driving that's you know yeah, just right. down the street we met via a mutual friend from Alaska in Nashville. He was like, do you know, do you know, um, Britt Taylor? And it's like, no, I don't. He's like, she's, I swear she has to be where you're from. Cause everything you're telling me is like everything she says all the time. So you guys have to know each other. And, uh, then, then we met, you know, not long after that. And that's because there's two like places for people to entertain. You got the mountain art center and then you have Jenny Molly theater and I was always at the Mac, and he was at Jenny Wiley. I worked in the summers. I went to Moorhead State University for college. Mm-hmm. And uh, I worked up at uh, Jenny Wiley Theater playing bass in the orchestra for the shows in the summer. But at that point, Britt had already kind of moved on. Luckily, our ships just passed like this because, you know, I don't know if she would have liked 12-year-old Adam as much as, <laughs> as um, the later versions. Well, 
Yeah, that ma- that would make sense, and, yeah. I'm, and I think I'm glad that she, yeah. <laughs> she likes the later version. Me too, Brad. Me too, <laughs> man. Good yeah, Lord. I, I'm glad you didn't know, like, All the bullets we dodged right there. <laughs> Did you feel always sort of destined to come to this music? I'm not saying country music, because I'm calling it just this music. Yeah. Man, I love this music. What, I should all just be this music, right? Yeah. Like, that's so much cooler than every other music. It's this music. Mm-hmm. I would like to think so. You know, I had a weird past in music. Um, I grew up on 90s country and all this stuff, you know. I grew up literally right off US 23, which is Country Music Highway. I used to go to, like, flea markets with my dad and pick up cassette tapes of whoever was hits at the time and CMT. So that was, like, always in my head. And then somehow I ended up, the governor's school for the arts over at transy which was just you know Mm. across the street there Mm -hmm. and uh started singing classical music and then somehow i got my way into college and was like i don't want to do this classical stuff and then uh, i played the bass a little bit so i ended up at moorhead and i got a degree in jazz studies from there and now i write country songs in nashville so yeah it all makes sense if you think about it so yeah yeah and uh, yeah no yeah Uh, open up the window Listen to the train The same old clouds They bring the same old rain Thought I hit the bottom Then I found a new hole Oh, I used to think you loved me Now I don't know I had a half a about gone If I had a half a mind I'd have left you alone I guess I'm gonna sit here Nowhere else to go Oh, I used to think you loved me But now I don't know I used to think that heaven Was looking in your eyes the 
Hey, Miles. Hello. Nice to have you here. Uh, I'm actually from right down the road in Versailles, Kentucky, so that's about 15, 20 minutes. Did you go to Woodford County I High? Went to Woodford County. Oh, all right. Yeah, all class right. of 2011. <laughs> nice. And, you know, I've got a musical family, you know, church family, a lot of gospel singing and mm. stuff like that. Went to high school band, you know, did that whole thing, marching band, symphonic band, jazz band, played drums kind of throughout those years, and then, you know, here I am. And in high school, luckily the band director was a drummer. His name was Matt Skaggs. He's a Lexington legend, so everybody who's listening probably knows Matt Skaggs. Uh, he made me actually love playing drums. You know, it was it was fun, but he he realized that you know I had you know some uh, some talent to it or whatever, and really made me actually fall in love with it. And this is his snare drum right here. Uh, and then I actually went to Belmont University in Nashville and studied under a guy named Zorro who happened to be Bobby Brown's drummer and also played with Lenny Kravitz. He helped me a lot with technique and stuff. So those two guys, as far as drums, you know, kind of paved my path. And then from whatever influences that I picked up along the way, just took them and ran. By the dark in that room That you won't walk in The cold in the river You're too scared to swim by the storm in the sky You're afraid to fly through The fire and the touch You think will burn you Not the glass in your mirror Reflecting the past I didn't leave you to wonder Why some things won't last But I'll be Figure out who 
Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's premier cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The music for this episode was mixed by Adam Schettinger. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Red Barn Radio, roots music, southern style. The best music from the roots of the South and sharing this music with the world. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. We would like to thank Britt Taylor for being with us this evening and for bringing this great band with her from Nashville, Ethan Ballinger on guitar, Mike Bork on steel guitar, Adam Chaffins on upright bass, who also did a great set of music of his own, and then Miles Miller back there on the drums. We would like to thank, too, our volunteers and staff for their help in making Red Barn Radio production happen each and every week. Thank you all for listening to our webcast, watching us on YouTube and Twitch, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. And now once again, folks, please welcome back Britt Taylor and her band to the Red Barn stage. I'm going to go down swinging, swinging to these hillbilly blues. I want to hear old Willie singing with that steel guitar ringing. Gonna go down swinging with you. I'm going to go out kicking, kicking like an old Kentucky mule. I'll keep grinning and a picking till my ticker quits a ticking. Gonna go down swinging with you. I'll ride this lost highway until I'm Sing it.
Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC. (laughs) 